always look at me like this sweet little innocent girl that somehow has two kids but never had sex before. And that's exactly what I want you to think. But when I like you, nah, baby. I mean, when I really like you, I get nasty. Niggas ain't the only ones out just sucking out souls. Fuck speaking. My slurp game is lethal. I let Bonquisha take control. And then I mention, I got a fetish for season. I like broad shoulders, a gut, and even bigger hands. The kind that don't mind getting drenched. Soaking wet and still eating the pussy like turkey necks. And I'll feed you real good too, daddy. Mm-hmm. Just like grandma used to. Then get on on all fours and crawl to you. Do a little dance before I unzip your pants. And for dessert, you having me Alamo. I'm serving up this cream pie. I hope you brought your bill because I know you stay hungry, baby. Tonight, about to feast on this full course meal. Watching it drip down your beer. And I ask if I could have some. Lay me down and slide it in real slow. Show my pussy just how deep you plan to go. Then tease me. Give me a third of the dick just to keep me fiending. Then I'ma climb on top, hover over the tip, and dance for you a little bit. Let you feel my heat waves before my pussy gobble the dick. I hope you're not allergic to cream, cause tonight you taking all of this shit. Grab my ass while I keep that monster tame. Bouncing up and down on that pogo stick. Have you screaming my name? Making me bust ain't no thing. I'm trying to fuck you insane. Fuck me until my eyes leak. Fuck me until my knees get weak. We don't need a safe word. Shit, you can even wake my ass up when I fall asleep. Don't stop when you feel my pussy cream. Just keep pounding that shit like a vending machine. I give you all of my money. Leave your ass covered in honey. Just remember, daddy. You fucking with a good girl. What's up, world? It's your girl, Tamika Georgia Me Harper. And when I'm listening to podcasts, I want the real deal. So I listen to Spoken Soul Sessions with my man, Poetic Black. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Ebony the Goddess. And when I'm in these poetic streets going from venue to venue, I'm tuning in to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. Spoken Soul Sessions. You ready, my man? With Poetic Black. Ain't nothing holding me back but me and who's holding you but you but you. Check this out, man. Spoken Soul Sessions. Oh my God. This is Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Bold stances and lewd advances got us here. You are listening to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. We start from scratch, exploring new possibilities. Welcome. 
welcome, welcome to another episode of Spoken Soul Sessions. I'm your host, Poetic Black, and I'm happy to be here. Spoken Soul family was good. We got another dope show lined up for you today. I hope, I hope you're on your grind today. I hope you're not allowing anyone or anything to impede your progress. I hope you're focused on the goal. Today is the day we shine, and I need us to get in tune. Walk with me, family. We got work to do. Spoken Soul family was good, was good, was good. We got another dope show lined up for you guys today oh my goodness you guys are familiar with my guest today because she made an appearance on the spoken soul sessions podcast once before but let me give this queen let me give this queen the proper introduction that she deserves I'm talking about none other than Ebony, the goddess. She made her debut after witnessing goddess energy of Mobile, Alabama, prodigal's daughter, Lady Tess. Seeing the poetic powerhouse that Tess is evoked something within the goddess to dig deeper, finding her voice and birthing her album entitled Ebony Speaks. It was done in dedication of the late Lady Tess and the lasting impression she made on her. Ebony Speaks was produced by Halo City Entertainment and is available for purchase on all streaming platforms, Bandcamp, Amazon, uh, Spotify. But it's my proud pleasure to welcome back to the studio the lovely Ebony the goddess and we're gonna be talking about her new book what's going on with you queen what's going on oh man oh man you you made it back you made it back not many artists get a chance to say that they made it back to the studio so that means you know what that means that means that you did something right the first time you was here you did something right <laughs> what's good with you queen how you been how you been oh i've been good i've been in my little my little shell lately been trying to you know get ready for 2024 mm. a lot of people still in 2023 but i'm in q1 and 2 of 2024 trying to get some work done i feel you i feel you i know it's a lot of work uh the composition llc we got we got a lot of things coming up for this new year uh we putting things together so i know you know and i know you got a lot of things going on and uh we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about the book we're gonna talk about the book you got a book that's out you got a book that's out now ebony the goddess if you didn't know i want you guys to go uh check the archives you know you can you can look up the previous episodes but uh i believe we did that interview earlier this year right or maybe yeah. Yeah, it was earlier this year so it's not that far behind but you guys can go check out that interview a dynamic interview uh we was talking about her album ebony speaks and we know that you got another album coming out very shortly ebony listens 
So we're going to talk about that You know what I'm saying What that album is about But uh, I really want to get into the book Now the name of the book The name of the book is Worth the Wait Worth the Wait And and you made the You made the distinction To, to use the word wait As like in you know pounds weight not like the waiting like waiting something so tell us about the title and uh what's the what the title mean to you well the title for me um i've been doing spoken word five years and i just feel like i've i've made so many strides and progressions in my life not just with poetry but in life period within that time frame and I've been through a lot in my past, but at the same time, I'm not saying that I appreciate the past, but what I am saying is without the past, I would not be who I am today. So it's in a way, it's kind of acknowledging what I've been through while appreciating the journey that I've been on with the poetry and acknowledging where I am now, because five years. <laughs> five years and since I came in the poetry uh, game I've been just booked booked and busy it's yeah, always you, you, something you hit the ground running you hit the ground running and uh you you produced a lot of work now if you guys don't know Ebony she travels a lot she tours a lot you know she be going you, you may see her in a state near you or you know in your county or whatever the case may be but she moves around a lot and uh, I respect your hustle, Queen, because you got a real hustle. And to make it in this business, you got to have hustle. You got to have hustle. Because if you think that you won't come into poetry and just get rich, uh, you got another thing coming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we mostly do it for the love. And uh, we will all love to be rich from doing it. But unfortunately, it don't happen that way. You know, the people that become successful at this is the individual who have that extra grind, who, who who's exactly. not who's not afraid to go out there and market themselves and uh, yeah. that you do you market yourself now you a powerhouse I've had the pleasure of seeing you perform I've heard you perform and uh, I had the pleasure of even you know witnessing you know your, your contribution to the competition the Grand Griot you know and the and how you waded through that competition and the powerful pieces that you created for that and uh you know like you don't get too many artists like you you know that's a powerhouse that you know what i'm saying that really got something to say and has the voice to deliver it you know but yeah. we we didn't know you for the books you know what i'm saying we know you for your performance but you're also a writer as well so tell us about the book tell us about worth the wait now it's, it's a it's a poetry book uh it has 35 poems in it uh, mm -hmm. Tell us the breakdown how, how did you uh, separate and categorize The poems in this book Well with this book um, I knew I wanted at least About 33 poems Because I'm 33 right now And you know everybody talks about The Christ consciousness um, And I didn't just want poems I've seen so many poetry books Where it's just poems put in the book You know how a and I wanted to be more intentional with this book. And I've been learning about the chakra system. Um, there are still some things that I'm not completely, you know, 
deep in it with but just from the aspects of what I've learned about it it has really changed my mentality how I view myself and how I view myself and that's what the essence of the book was so I was like wow why don't I use the chakra system as kind of like inspiration to to categorize the book Mm. So when I did it, I came up with, instead of doing all the chakra systems, because it's uh, seven chakra systems, but I only have six. Is it seven? Yeah, it's seven chakra systems, and I only have six categories in the book. So Mm. the first category is red eyes. So, you know, of course, with the chakra system, it starts with red. Um, And those poems in that uh, section are like... I guess you could say things in my in my childhood, kind of mm. like explaining um, where a lot of the trauma kind of started. You know what I'm saying? Kind of pinpointing everything and just kind of going up from there. Um, the orange section I have is called Orange Sun because I found out that orange was more like for the sexuality mm. side. So I do have some erotic poems in the book. Ah, I like, I like. <laughs> and then the yellow section kind of more so um, it started the reflection we could say. So it started um, me acknowledging that I was hurt. You know what I mean? Me acknowledging that I'm, I'm, I'm not okay. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that was the beginning of, of those section of books, I mean, of poems. And then the green section was green heart because green was supposed to be for love. So I talked about some of my woes with love, some of the things that I've been through and things like that. Um, and then the blue section is actually two different color shades of blue for the um, chakra system, but I put it together. Mm. And so I called it shades of blue. And if you look in the book, in the blue section, I have pictures of me. I don't know if I said that either. E section has pictures of me from um, a photo shoot. And the blue section is probably my favorite with how I created it. So it's like it's shades of blue, Mm. me in different tints of blue. Mm. And it kind of goes through those different shades with the poems. So I really love that I did that. And then the last section is purple rain. Mm. So rain is not rain like Prince, <laughs> but it's R E I G I E. Like rain to like to like Congo royalty. royalty. Yeah. yeah, I got you exactly. So it was like me kind of going through the different aspects of me. All of these poems were written over the last five years. You get some old poems, you get some new poems, and you get some you know in between poems. <laughs> but the very first poem in the book is the. Very very first poem I wrote mm, ever, 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 like well, not ever. Let me let me not say it like that. When I decided to do poetry, mm, like I got officially, you. I got so you. It was the very first poem I wrote. I understand exactly. I understand completely because when I first started writing poetry, uh, I used to write these writings. I didn't call it poetry because I thought poetry was soft. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you soft, you writing poetry. I'm a gangster. <laughs> See? But, <laughs> but uh, I, I used to write, though. I had I had that, that desire to write, and I used to write. But my first poem that I ever wrote as an artist, a spoken word artist, I wrote a poem called The Measure of a Man. And that was mm. my very first poem I ever wrote. And I can remember. I still, I still memorized it, but... 
uh, it's it's kind of sentimental. So I hope you you spit that poem because I would definitely love to hear that poem, the very first poem. Oh, you definitely heard it. Oh, I, I heard it before. Okay, all right, all right. I did it in the Grand Grill competition. At all the right, end all when right. I won the uh, Iron Scribe. Oh, all right, all right, all right. That was one right. of the poems that I did. There. All right, all so, right. You remember the really emotional poem that you were talking about? Mm-hmm. That's that poem. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Yo, that's a powerful poem. That's a powerful poem. Wow, yeah, I'm just recollecting on it. Uh, that was powerful. Yeah, if yeah, you decide, if, if, if <laughs> yeah, if you decide, yo, I would, I would love it, man. I know my audience would love it. I know they would love to hear that. Uh, I definitely plan on doing it because this month is um, actually domestic violence awareness. Mm. And because the poem talks about that, not heavy, uh, but it, it talks about it where I was at that point comfortable talking about it in front of people. Gotcha. I feel like it'll be a perfect piece to do. So, uh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So talking about the book, you self-published this book. I did. You self-published it. Okay, man. Now you're gonna have to give us some in you're gonna have to give us some insider trader, you know, because there's a lot of stuff that goes on along with that publishing thing. And uh I know a couple of people that tried to self-publish and just got frustrated and said, I just I give up. But uh you managed to get this book published, self-published in 60 days. This is this is unprecedented. Tell us, tell us your secrets. <laughs> Let us know what what's the process of getting to going through the self-published route. Because the when you go with a publisher, it's kind of costly, and uh, you know what I'm saying. You, you you really finicky about your about your artwork, about your intellectual property. Yep. And um, I, I I would I would definitely love to self-publish rather than get a publisher. So yeah, break it down for the audience so they can know if they're interested in getting to doing self-publishing. What's the best way to get it done? Well, I'm going to say I had the cheat code. Mm. I had a village with me. So whenever we talk about your net worth equals your network, mm. that's true. Facts. <laughs> because I pushed to get the book out, not necessarily just because of me. My uh, The founding father of Black on Black Rhyme, uh, Keith Rogers of uh, Tallahassee, Florida, he kept telling me in June, he was like, all right, Elb, we having the 25th anniversary this year. We having a book fair. You got to have a book, Elb. You need a book. You need a book. Mm. <laughs> so I was like, all right, Chief, I hear you. I hear you. So I went and I was like, okay, let me, let me figure out which poems that I've already written that I would want to put in a book. And mm. that's kind of where the, the process started. Um, I Like I said, I cheated because... I've already been writing over five years, so I got plenty of material. Mm. It's just trying to figure out what, what I choose. want this book to say. Mm. Yeah, how I want it to be packaged. All of those things were more so the, the process that I had to go through in the 60 days. And then because um, Keith Rogers had just published his first book, he put me on the phone, like literally did three-way calls with people that could help me go ahead and do this and do that and, you know, get everything done. So I had people helping me along the way. Mm. Like literally every other day I was on the phone with somebody that was helping me get the book out. Um, Derek Standifer, he was the one that helped me with Amazon. 
um, Evan McCullough from Clubhouse, he gave me a lot of information. Mm. When I say he was the person that helped me get everything copywritten, getting everything um, formatted and, and everything edited and all of that, he was telling me all of these different apps like Fiverr. Um, it was some more I can't remember but I went with mm. Fiverr for some things and then also with like the book cover like you said my, my work is, is very precious to me I've already kind of had my hand in graphic design so I designed my whole book cover mm. myself and then the little graphics with my pictures and stuff I came up with all of that myself too so the design part was all me <laughs> that's what it is and man you cut yeah. you cut courses man I know I, I know did. yeah I know about that <laughs> I'll cut a course quick <laughs> I'll edit it myself you want three hundred dollars for editing I'll edit it myself okay. <laughs> you okay. know and think about it we have to edit our poems anyway and if mm-hmm. you're you know I'm not saying that you're not the best but you're gonna catch you know catch most of the mistakes yourself but if you have somebody um there's somebody named Laquita Middleton I know she was going to be my shout out to Laquita yeah she was going to be my editor so if anybody's looking for an editor I would uh recommend her uh Malikia Malikia Uh, shout out to the queen Malikia she's definitely one um, I found a publisher on Clubhouse too. Her name is Latoya Graham. So if anybody's looking to get in co- uh, contact with those people, they can definitely help you. Like I said, I had the cheat code because Black on Black Rhyme came and just they just wrapped themselves around me and they helped mm. me get my book out. That's so what's up, big right ups there. To the fam. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up, man. That's 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 a village. It takes a village to raise it, and uh, everybody pitching in. And I like that that mantra. Your net worth is your network, and um, and that's the, that's a beautiful thing, man. When we can come together, like minds getting together and making things happen, man. Producing, uh, and shout out to Evan too, cause you say he had a lot of a lot of information Ooh. for you, man. So <laughs> yes. shout out to the brother, man, that uh, that he did that, cause I, he has a book out as well, don't he? Yes, he does. Of petals of fog. Um, I think he has 250 pages, mm. over 100 and something poems. Wow. It, really, really dope. Book. I heard really and nice I, things about the book, too. I heard it was yes. a really good book. Hope to, hope to have him on the show. We can talk about it. But uh, yeah, man, that self-publishing route is, uh, is a route that a lot of people don't want to take because it's very tedious. And, yes. uh, you know, shout out to you that you got it done. Because I'm telling you, you saved a lot of money. You saved a lot of money. And then sometimes you get I into did. these publishing deals where they want to take over your your intellectual property, man. They want to take mm-hmm. ownership of your property. And that's I'm they not with that. Yeah, they give you pennies for it. So I'm not with that. So yeah, shout out to the self-publishers out there. Also, you know, we have a publishing company that sponsors the show, Bill, you know, over oh, at Interpress. Yeah. That's right. You know what I'm saying? They do. They got a lot of different packages. And uh, Bill, he's responsible for a lot of poets. A lot of poets getting their books out. They do great work over there and they got reasonable prices. But they got different packages that come with Mm -hmm. editing, come with book copies and everything. So y'all can check out that too. I'm going to play that promo uh, a little bit later on in the show when we go on the intermission. 
But uh, yeah, man. But I want to. I want to get into. I want to get into the motivation of the book, especially the erotic <laughs> part of it. The erotic part. We want to. We want to. We want to get into that too. You know, for the fans. The fans want to know. So yeah, know. <laughs> yeah, you know. So uh, where do you draw your inspiration? <laughs> My inspiration comes from everywhere. Um, I can't really just pinpoint one particular thing. Sometimes I can be having a conversation with somebody and I realize how passionate during the conversation and I'm like, you know what? Let me write this down. I need mm. to I need to explore that. I need to see what's going on with that. Or I'll have a situation where one of me and my friends are having like an issue and I'm trying to understand why I feel the way I feel mm. or why they feel the way they feel. I write that down. Let me explore it and see what's what's going mm. on. You know, it's more so like those conversations um, that we have with ourselves. A lot of times people avoid those conversations, but nah, I want to hit those conversations right on the head. I want to confront the issue right now and see if it's really something that needs to be addressed within me or just period. You know what I mean? So it's, it's all reflective. Everything that I do, every poem that I do, is some way, shape, or form about me, dealing with me, something that I felt, or how I react to somebody, or somehow, you know, maybe I, I feel like I've done somebody wrong, and I want to explore that too, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, everything is about self-elevation, mm. you know what I mean? Definitely. So, I don't ever want anybody to feel like I'm talking about them, because, you know, sometimes I give you the perfect example. When you go to church, a lot of times when the preachers are preaching, they, you did this and you did that and mm. you can't do this no more. And you just feel like you're being attacked. Mm. I feel you. I don't want to do that. Mm. I, I want to own my stuff. I want to own my ish. You wanna and I want to deal with my issues. Yeah, you want to be the prototype. You want to be the the sacrificial lamb. Use me as exactly. the example, as opposed to me taking other people and using them as an example. Exactly. And, um, yeah, that's the way it is. That's that's self development, you know. Because every time, you know, people oftentimes they wanna they wanna point out what you're doing wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do this. You got this problem, but they neglect themselves. So when you start off with you, when you lead with you. You know, it's a it's a it's a resolution uh, uh, mechanism as well because a person would be less, you know, combative if you start off with, yo, this is what I did wrong, yo, I mm -hmm. did this, I did this, I did that, I did that. So now they don't got nothing to, they stuck. You know, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about me. me. You know, mm -hmm. so now you own up to what you did. Now let's get some resolve out of it, and um, that's that's dope, man. I I can really appreciate that sentiment because uh, you know. You know, in life, you know, in life, you wanna, you know, what I'm saying, you wanna be better than the day before. Before, yeah. Before you wanna be, you just wanna be a better version of yourself, and it's a daily process. It's a, it's a journey, and uh, it is not gonna happen all in one time. You're like, oh, I'm perfect now. <laughs> no, it's a lifelong journey, and you're just trying to be better one day at a time, and um, that's that's a beautiful mindset to have. But these poems, man, like you got me anxious, man. 35 poems, you got me anxious. And knowing your poems, me reading the book, I hear your voice. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'll hear your voice like, nah, this is how she would say this or she would say that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to set the stage up. And uh, you know what I'm saying? You want to give us a taste of this this new book, Worth the Wait. You know, and it is indeed worth the wait. You know what I'm saying? The wait in time. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, we want we want, we want want to see this. We want to see the literary aspect of Ebony. So let me set the stage up for you. Coming to the stage to recite a poem from her brand new book just dropped in September. Let's give a warm, warm welcome for the queen, Ebony, the goddess. I don't just make love. I create gods. Use this yoni to unlock the key to your divinity because I don't need amen. This doorway to heaven is where you go to find your resting place, so I want you to rest in pussy. It's peaceful here, so why don't you join the choir? Sing my praises as you prepare to indulge in my garden, enticed by the knowledge that my good gets evil sometimes. Have you eaten my forbidden fruit while I charm your snake? My moans be the tone that he responds to. He only communes angels. Call me Lucy. Fur if you nasty. I'll take you to hell and leave your ass gasping. An apple won't be the only thing that cut off your ass supply away. Hmm. Can we pray? I think I need to confess because, Father, I've sinned. I've been a bad, bad girl. I need you to spank me again. Sparing the rod doesn't spoil the goddess. I need you to comfort me. Then I want your staff to come for me. I'll crucify your seed that after my third release we rest from the fruits of our labor and in the morning you rise. With all power in my hand I fall to my knees. Who knew giving head was equivalent to holy compensation? Would praises go up, blessings are sure to come down. Grab my thunder thighs as I ride your cloud all the way to the ground. I'll open my floodgates for you. Let it rain on you, daddy. Open your sack and give your ass a smack. This pussy is your inheritance. Sundays were made for sinning, so come here and get on your fucking knees. Talking tongues as I lay hands upon your temple. Babble this box as I tower over you. And when I fall from grace again, I need you there to pick me up. Carry me to salvation. Lead me into temptation. In God's name, I'm ready to be born again. You are the living bread that came down from heaven, so let's feast. Turn my water into wine. I call that fine dining. We can live forever. Baby, don't be scared. Just stir up this gift because you got power. Now let me show you how to use it. I christen your seed in my holy of glories. Lick the drips from your face after you come up drenched in water from my sanctuary. I'm ready to take you to the water to be baptized in God's name. Because you a fucking filthy. Ooh. Ooh. 
damn it, so, man. I'm so sorry. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Ooh, they're going to talk about you in the church. They ain't going to talk heavy. <laughs> but I got a church poem coming up. It's going to be a real heavy hitter, too. Oh, all right. Know? Oh, my goodness. It's all about balance, you know. <laughs> oh, man. That right there. You said you said some things in this poem. You said, you said, what was that line? You said, water from my sanctuary. Yeah. Water from my sanctuary. You said. Lick the drips from yeah. your face after you come up drenched in water from my, my sanctuary. sanctuary. Oh, my goodness, man. <laughs> I can, you know what I'm saying? I'm visualizing pictures and, oh, damn. Then you was like that sparing the rod, that sparing the rod line. <laughs> you said sparing the rod won't do what to the goddess? Sparing the rod doesn't spoil the goddess. Sparing the rod doesn't spoil the goddess. You had so many different word flips. This was downright it was downright nasty, but at the but at the same time, you know, clean. Like it wasn't really vulgar. It wasn't vulgar, but it was very lucid. It was very lucid. This was damn, man. This was <laughs> That was in the book, y'all. <laughs> yeah, y'all gotta go get that book, man. Y'all gotta go get the book. Y'all definitely gotta go get the book. She talking some shit, man. You know what's uh, funny about that? My mama was the very first person to purchase the book. Oh, man. And she read it in less than 24 hours. <laughs> I said, you read the whole book? <laughs> she said, yeah, I read She said, I know about the second session. I was like, uh-oh. Because <laughs> the whole second session is just erotic boom. Mm. <laughs> so so, like, so, so that's, that's about, if you're breaking the book down, that's about what? Four to five poems? Four to four, five or six. Five or six poems. Five or six poems per section. So they got six sex sessions. <laughs> right. You got six. And you got six fantasies. My pastor until she read it. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah, that was dynamic right there. That was dynamic. The wordplay in that was just phenomenal. And like I said, it wasn't. It wasn't vulgar. It was more so sensual, but very lucid and downright nasty. Like, damn it, man. Oh, man. Y'all see how Ebony giving up? Yeah, yeah, see how she giving it up over here, man. I'm just letting me know, man. Y'all see. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that was phenomenal. Now, you got, you can purchase the book from Amazon. The book, the book is $20. You can purchase the book. Or you can purchase the book directly from you. Now, if they want to purchase the book directly from you, they will go to your link tree. They will go to your link tree. As a matter of fact, yeah, send me that link. I think I have it already. But uh, I'm going to post that link tree in the description of this episode. So you guys can go into this episode and look in the description. That link will be there for ebony's link tree you can click that link it'll take you to her link tree and if you want to purchase the book from her you can get an autograph copy an autograph copy and it will come out a little bit cheaper because amazon they're going to charge you about seven dollars for shipping and handling all that's going to come out to 27 you can hit ebony directly and uh it'll be about 25 for shipping and handling and you can get that autograph copy you know specially dedicated to you 
So uh, definitely uh, you want that version. You know what I mean? But uh, definitely go get this book. It's hot. This poem right here, this is any indication of how hot this section gets. You know what I mean? Uh, it's worth the purchase. It's worth the purchase. Damn. The sanctuaries, that, that water in the sanctuary part, that joy was like, oh, damn, it's a squirter right there. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Most people are talking about the Lucy fur part. Mm. Call me Lucy fur if you nasty. Lu- oh, wow. Yeah. Call me Lucy. Talk about that. Oh, call me Lucy fur if you, wow. I. That went oh, over my. I didn't catch that. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Oh snap! Yeah, they gonna talk the about you at the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go, yeah. they go, they go cast <laughs> demons out of you now. They gonna rebuke you. You gonna get rebuked. I'm telling you now. Oh man, say call me Lucy Fur if you're nasty. That's a bar. That's a bar. <laughs> That's a bar. Oh my god <laughs> I have a very vivid imagination Damn <laughs> She ain't got no boundaries with her erotic man Like her erotic ain't got no, no boundaries man We may go anywhere Wow man Oh man But this book is, is sectioned off It's not all sex poems It's not all sex poems We heard the beginning poem That was a sexy poem in the beginning That we opened up the show with Good girls You know what I'm saying You know Ebony ain't no good girl But she's a good girl you know what I mean, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's not just a, it's not a, just a sex uh, erotic book. Uh, it's dealing with a lot of different things. It's dealing with self reflection. It's deal, dealing with overcoming uh, adversity. You know, self betterment. You know, so it's, it's it's a host of different things in this book, and I like the fact that you spread it out in that you gave you gave variety. You gave something for everybody. It wasn't just one track minded. You know, uh, and you had a lot of poems to choose from for this mm-hmm. book. So how, how how did your selection process go? Well, that was the hard part. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted every poem in the book to be directly with my past. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Either the past itself or reflective of the past or you know what I'm saying in any way shape or form kind of linked to that because after I figured out what I wanted the title to be then it was easier to narrow down what poems needed to go in the book or not Mm. and then during the process of finishing this book I already knew what the next five to six books what poetry books are going to be because I'm going to venture out and try some other things now too um somebody has challenged me to write about my like my life story mm. so i'm actually going to take on that challenge because you know i'm competitive <laughs> i feel you so i'm gonna do that but after i knew what the other books were i was like okay i know my next book is gonna have to have grandma's in uh, grandma's mm. hands in oh, definitely. so many people thought that it was in this book <laughs> and i was like no it's not mm. But I um I want something for my family. So I'm gonna do like a family book. Mm. Like write poems for everybody in my family. Gotcha. My mom, my dad, my cousins, some of my family that's died, you know. That's so dope. I'm gonna dedicate different poems to everybody. So I knew what not to put in this one based on that. Mm, I got you. I got you. Cause you got a whole 
scheme of how you're gonna release these poems. Mm-hmm. So all of them, all of them are gonna be released, but it's a certain type of method you want to release them in a theme. So that's dope. Exactly. That's dope. So I see you hit the ground running. <clears throat> Five years in the game, and uh, you already got an album out. Mm-hmm. And that album is, is is available for purchase. It's available for streaming. If you if you're on any of the streaming sites like Amazon or Apple, if you got iTunes or uh, Apple Play, whatever it's called, uh, or if you got Amazon, you know uh, you can check out her album. You and know, YouTube too. and YouTube as well. So uh, if you got these stream sites, or if you want to give me some money, you can go to Bandcamp.com. And you can download and have it in your playlist. You know what I mean? Period. If you ain't got none of those, what you call it. If you didn't pay your bill this month and they want to shut your joint down, you know? You can you can get you can get the, the certified copy. But uh you also have another album that's about to come, which is also a theme. You're using the, the same theme with your albums as well. Uh because the first album is Ebony Speaks, and now you about to drop Ebony Listens. So tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about Ebony Listens and, and when, when can we expect it to be out? Well, Ebony Listens is like a B-side version of Ebony Speaks. Um, with Ebony Speaks, it was all about me finally having my voice and finally, you know, expressing a lot of the things that I had just kept bogging down inside of myself and just, you know, uh, hiding it inside of me. And I realized that there are other people that need a voice too so it's not that the poems are completely about other people but I guess you could say it's more reflective of my relationship with people um the main poem of the of the album is Ebony Listens the album is what I call my black man poem and it's you know expressing um just black men having a, a comfortable space, you know what I'm saying? Because so many times men are talking about, you know, I can't, you know, I don't have a, I don't have a, what's what's the word? Um, I don't, I don't do emotions, or I don't, mm-hmm. we don't talk about our feelings, we don't cry, because when we cry, we're, you know, we're shown as weak. And I just wanted to hold space for that because I realized I'm raising two black men that are going to be a part of this you know, community, a part mm. of the society. And my boys are going to come across women at some point that's going to take advantage of the fact that I raised them right. Oh, man. And they're going to be seen as weak. You're talking, you're talking. Whew, you're talking, you're talking that talk now. Yeah. Because like, on that note right there, because I was just about to do an episode my Tuesday episode about this very thing, you know, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's so refreshing to even hear you that you're that you are aware, you are mm-hmm. actually aware of what's going on, and um, like I was listening to this podcast early, I forget which one, but I was listening to this podcast, and it was they was talking about this very this very thing that you know, you know, we're raising our women. We're raising our little girls to take advantage of men. Mm-hmm. Because in this day and age, men are relegated to just, all right, you're an ATM. 
you your bodyguard. You know, you got to provide, you got to protect. That's it. And if anything, oh, we don't need men for nothing. We don't need you for nothing. We need you to change tires and all that. So they're really like in this day and age, you know, on social media, men are relegated to like, oh, what can he give me? So we're teaching our young girls, okay, this is how you take advantage of a man. This is how you bat your eyes. This is how you do this to get his attention so he can give you this and that. And this is what you're teaching him. But then these same mm-hmm. women, you got women out there, right, that got boys. That got boys. Yep. You dig what I'm saying? So what are they teaching their boys? Now, exactly. I know you're, you're, you know what I'm saying, you're a, uh, you always talk about being a single mom. And you're a very active mom, you know, and um, I really applaud you, Queen, you know, because you're doing you're doing a, a, a tremendous job. I know it's a difficult job, but you are doing a tremendous job. And I, and I salute you, you know, because you got to you just can't say, oh, I ain't going to do nothing. You got to do what you can and, and just keep it pushing. But to know that you're aware that you're teaching your boys how to treat women right. Trying to, you know what I'm saying, uh, be considerate of them, you know, protect mm-hmm. them, you know, be the protectors of them. But then you have these women out here that are teaching their daughters take advantage of him. So you're yeah. like, you're caught in the conundrum. You're like, yo, what am, what am I to do? Am I to tell my sons, nah, get over on her, forget a chick, don't, don't, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that because it's causing more to the problem. And um, this is a profound topic, man. It's a profound topic, you know, that we need to talk about more. You know what I mean? But the fact that you are aware of that, because a lot of sisters are not aware of it. You know, it's just about, you know, oh, I got to get what I want to get. But it takes a village. We got to all come together. We got to call out the nonsense in our communities. Exactly. That's, that's, calling, that's causing us to, to think the way we're thinking. And um, it's sad. But I, I love the fact that you are aware of what's going on because th- that's what's happening. That's what's happening. Teaching the boys like, yo, look, you got to, you know what I'm saying, be chivalrous. You know, you don't hit women. You know what I'm saying? You protect women and things of that nature. And then you got other parents teaching their children, nah, this is how you take advantage of him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? This is how you go in his wallet. Though. This is how you, you know what I'm saying? You, you want that new bag? This is how you get it. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. You know, so... Uh, I think that's tremendous, man. You know, but uh, yeah, I don't want to cut you off, but that I just thought oh, that I just thought that was a a great topic, you know. And I'm definitely about to delve into that topic, like in a week or so. I'm about to drop that episode. So yeah, man. Um, wow, that's refreshing to know, though. But I want to do a panel discussion. Maybe we can have you on that panel, you know, to talk to the ex- <laughs> about your experiences and things of that nature, you know. But yeah, so just, just know I'm still learning. Yeah, hey, I know, I know. It's, it, we all are. <laughs> we all are. You know, what I'm saying? none of us got the booklet. None of us got the booklet. But you do do a lot of poems about, you know, the black man having safe spaces. I heard mm-hmm. you do this one poem, and it was a phenomenal poem. You know, and you were speaking life into black men in this poem. I and, think uh, we talked about the same one. Yeah, that's the same poem. Then yeah, and um. That, that poem is just phenomenal And it, 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 it needs to be heard Because we hear so much about how we don't need men But we don't hear those poems Or we don't hear that talk About how much we need to protect the men 
You know right. how much we exactly. need to protect them. So uh, providing that safe space and not using their vulnerability as weapons against them. Like they come and they exactly. confide into you, and then you want to go tell your girlfriend. You got them in the group chat looking crazy, and you know what I'm saying is that it's, it's it's wrong. You know, so we just gotta pay attention. But I noticed that you write in such a a way, like speaking life into black men. You know, uh, I think it's phenomenal. I think it's phenomenal because uh, and maybe it's to the point that you have two boys. You have black men that you're raising, you know, they made me change my mind. Mm. I had that same view that a lot of those women have. Wow. And it took me to realize that my boys are going to be the black men that I'm talking about. Mm. And I don't want to talk about my boys the way I, you know, categorize these uh, these other men. Mm. So I realized I had to change my mindset. I had to change my view, because if I feel like this about my boys, I'm pretty sure it's so many other women that feel the same way about their boys. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's that's amazing. Like my mother, she she never had no girl. She had four boys. You know what I'm saying? She she raised mm-hmm. all boys, and uh, it's hard raising boys, man, because it gets it's to that hard. point. It gets it gets <laughs> to that point. You know, we get big and we want to rip and run. You know what I'm saying? We want to do what we want to do, and we're we're boys. You know, so for a woman to be raising men, you know, it's a hard feat. But to instill these principles into these young men, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's so important. Despite the fact that you got you got people that's out there that's irresponsible and teaching their daughters something different. Like for me, I have a daughter and um, I'm not teaching my daughter that nonsense, that sexy red bullshit. I'm not yeah. teaching my daughter that Sukiyana Cardi B bullshit. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to teach my daughter how to be a queen, how to be regal, you know, knowing your worth. You know, and when you see that man, not to take advantage of that man, but to know the man that you know that can make you better, that y'all can add value to one another. And I'm going to teach her those principles, man. And I'm going to be the change that I want to see in the world because I don't have any sons. I have a daughter and um, it's crazy. I can't teach my daughter how to be a woman. I don't know how to be a woman. You know what I'm saying? But I can teach her how to deal with a man, how to interact with a man, how to communicate with a man. And a lot of times that's the problem A lot of our sisters don't know how to communicate with men And a lot of our brothers don't know how to communicate with women Mm -hmm. And that's our our biggest biggest problem That's the biggest issue Communication You know And um, we need to fix that But I I think it's, it's admirable You know What you're doing queen You know and one step at a time, man. We all just have to be the change that we want to see in the world. Exactly. And, uh, you know, just start with us. Start inside our home. You know, like stop the negative stereotypes. You know, stop. Like we don't want our daughters out here thinking that, you know, only thing she got to do, like her sex is her only asset. This is only thing. This is the only thing that you're worth. And you're worth so much more. We don't want this to be the mindset of our young women, you know? And we don't want the mindset of our young men thinking that women are disposable, you know? That there's just something that we just, you know, utilize for our pleasure and we just discard, you know? So it, it takes a joint effort. It takes a joint effort to stop these stereotypes and stop supporting all this bullshit. Like, I don't know why Sexy Red on some G shit. I don't know why Sexy Red is 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 a hit right now. 
Like literally I hear this girl I don't hear no lyricism I don't hear I don't hear no artistry The only thing I hear Is just vulgarity Just Oh I'm just gonna say The wildest shit Just to get a wow factor You know Get a reaction from people And that's it Booty hole brown (laughs) Like come on (laughs) That's the whole thing though Nobody wants to admit this But We're just gonna say The powers that be Mm-hmm. They're only going to put their money toward what keeps us in the view that we were during slavery. Because you know what the black woman's place was during slavery. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And you know what the black man's place was. Mm-hmm. They're keeping us with those same shackles. The only thing is, we like it. Them yep. chains that used to be rusted, now they gold. But yep. they still around these same necks. We still flaunting this stuff. You know what I'm saying? We thinking that that's what's bringing us value. You know what I'm saying? That's facts. That's facts. <laughs> I could go a whole lot deeper than that, but it's just funny we was talking about that because my troop leader was saying the same thing. We were talking about uh, Lena Horn, uh, Diane Carroll, mm. a few others about how back in the day they were, talk, you know, publicly told was ugly. That's, mm. that's what people thought was ugly, and he was saying nowadays we think we look at her and we say, oh, she's beautiful. And people are trying to change that mindset that black mm. women are not ugly. All we that's, were good for was mom, mamas, maids, and mammies. That's right. That's it. That's and right. That's, that's the same thing you see now. See the, the tropes. Most people don't remember that though. Yeah, the tropes. They started with the the, the the mammy trope. It started with the mammy. Then it came that we grew into the sapphire. Then we went into the Jezebel. And now mm-hmm. we're the strong black woman. It's the strong black mm. woman stereotype. So these are the mm. tropes that they put, and they're, they're, these tropes are designed to do specific things. When you take yeah. a woman and say, "Oh, you're a strong black woman," a strong black woman don't need any assistance. Exactly. Someone who's strong don't need assistance. So you want to isolate this strong black woman by herself, where she's most vulnerable, and um, mm-hmm. that's 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 the whole get up. They want to divide. The black man from the black woman It's our love that threatens them It's our love for one another Is the thing that threatens them the most That's why they make these government programs Where you get these subsidies from the government But in order to get these subsidies You can't have a man in the home mm-hmm. Can't have a man in the home Then you look at the child support Who do child support really benefit? It doesn't benefit the child But the right. government get a certain amount of money for every time they enforce from the federal government yes, they, they get a, they get a certain amount of money for every enforcement of child support that they enforce so they getting they getting funded by the federal government for all these child support so you say all right how is the child support benefiting the child? It's not because you got the father. He's running from the law. He's destitute. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You get you got the mom getting the money, but she ain't even spending the money on the child. Maybe spending the money on other things or whatever the case may be. But the child is losing in this. And the government knows that. They knows that. It's way better plans to uh to come out. What they what they're about to do right now, I'm hearing, I'm hearing through the grapevine that right now. They're working on a EBT type card for uh, child support. Mm. And you'll get your money on the card. And this card, you'll be prohibited for buying certain things. Can't buy liquor. You can't buy, uh, you can't buy 
hair weave and things of that nature. You can't. It's like certain things they're gonna forbid you to buy, like like a food stamp card. You can't go buy yeah. a pack of cigarettes with food stamps. You know what I'm saying? So they're gonna try to attempt to do that because a lot of people talking about, oh, I'm giving this child support and it's not going to my child or whatever the case may be. But the whole system is rigged against to keep us to apart from one another, and yeah. and and that's what we have to realize. And you know we got to come together more so than trying to find ways to drive ourselves apart from each other. You know we need each other, and the, and the quicker we understand that, the better off we'll be. All this new talk about I don't need no man and I don't need no woman is nonsense, man. It's nonsense. We need to come up off of that. But I, I want to get into another poem. You know what I'm saying? Because you know we we be talking and all that, and we'll start talking. And we'll be having a powwow. It'll be like five hours then pass, man. You ain't spit oh, yeah. one poem. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we want we want I want to set this stage up for you to uh to do another to do another piece from the book. Uh coming back to the stage, let's give a warm, warm welcome for the queen, Ebony, the goddess. Dear Mama, I love you so much more than my heart could ever spare. We've shared a lifetime of beautiful memories, yet somehow it can never compare. Growing up, you were my eyes, my ears, my air. But as good as it was, my life felt incomplete without my daddy being there. I missed him so much that in adulthood, I dated men that in some way, shape, or form reminded me of him. Even when it's forced to date a man that had the exact same name as him. He adored me in ways I felt my father would have. Seemed to love everything about me. Noticed the smallest intricate details. But more importantly, <laughs> he made me laugh. But somewhere along the year, those laughs disappeared and the same problems that you said you and my daddy had here. Slowly but surely, fights erupted. I thought about leaving so many times, but he said he couldn't live without me and that he loved me. Well, I didn't get it then, but I definitely get it now. Every who, what, when, where, and why did I ask you slowly transform into asking myself how? How could I allow the tears that you cried years before our souls locked eyes to inevitably be born again from your womb? How could I allow the pain that you warned me of, every kiss and every hug to become blisters and bruises, manifestations of what I was to consume? I thought loving a man more than I loved myself was loyalty, and that was the one thing my father would never give you. For me, I have a void for the love my father chose not to give, searching for love, going from man to man, while the void grew deeper still. So I dreamed about it, about how I would give it, not worrying about whether or not I would receive it. You see, I lost my chances of being daddy's little princess, but all could be forgiven if only I found a man willing to show me how it felt to feel like a woman. 
before the umbilical cord was cut and I was labeled a bastard and my love life was doomed. Mama, your attempts to protect me became the fairy tales I envisioned, trapping me inside an ancestral loop. Sometimes I wonder if I cried the day he left because if I didn't, that would explain why I have a lifetime of tears kept comforting me in case I ever went out because while I was entwined with the waters of your womb, I became emotionally connected to every tear you allowed to see through. I'm realizing that although I was ashamed of what my daddy did to you, I somehow allowed him and so many others to do the same to me. And just like you, it was almost time to harvest this man's seed before I had the sense literally not back into me. After all, I am my mother's child. After all, I am my mother's child. And I had to realize that if I couldn't leave for me, I had to leave for my unborn child. Oh my goodness, man. Oh my goodness, man. That was just absolutely epic. As you guys can see. Oh man. That was just phenomenal. And um I have the pleasure of being in the studio to actually see this performance. And this was just this was just epic, man. I know this took a lot. I know it took a lot of energy. And um this is heavy right here, man. Now you get why it's worth the wait. Yes. Yes. That's the very first poem in the book. I got goosebumps all over me, man. I got goosebumps all over me. That was just powerful. You know, and um, it's just so many things in this poem, you know. You know, the, the which, like, a lot of times... Us as parents, we don't know the type of trauma we put our children through. Like, I don't think my mother was aware. I don't think she was aware of the trauma that she would put me through. Or my stepfather, of the trauma that they would put me through. And um, even my father, who I've, I've, wrote and I've written a poem about, you know, uh... But I'm hearing in this how you see how, you know, the things, you know, is this part in this poem, in the poem that I did about my father, I said, the combustion caused by the tension seems to blow things out of proportion. And mm. the debris, the debris that settles seems to affect the child. Mm. So when they when they going at it and they throwing these bombs they you know what I'm saying you this and you that is explosions going on and there's debris coming down man collateral damage and a, a lot of times we suffer from that but these are the poems right here man that just like it just rings and sings vindication and um overcoming and triumph and um they're very inspirational very emotional uh, I thought you just did a magnificent job of illustrating that sentiment, Queen. Like that was powerful. My eyes was 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 like teary eyed, and I had goosebumps. 
And um, it, this was a very emotional poem. And I could imagine just reading it, you know, how I could really just engulf myself into these words because there's a lot of, it's a lot of things there to resonate with. You know, there's a yeah. lot of things to resonate with. And I think a lot of the people that's going to buy this book and is going to read these poems, they'll notice that they'll be able to resonate with so many aspects of this book, you know, the naughty aspects, the, you know what I'm saying? The self, the self-reflective aspects, the overcoming. That's what I love the most, the overcoming. Like, exactly. like I love the story of the person that was down and got it out the mud. I just love that storyline, a person that was just ridiculed and, and just persecuted and just withstood all of it and then still come out victorious. Like, I mm -hmm. love the underdog story. And um, this is what this is, man. Yo, this this book is fire, man. These The first two poems you didn't spit already, but this poem right here, man, this is worthy of just reading and just getting into and studying, you know? And I'm um, really feeling the emotion. Great job, Ebony. Great, great job, man. Great job. Oh, man. Like, we already we already passed the hour. We already passed the hour, man. We got to we talk do this every time. Every time. We get to talking and, you know what I'm saying, vibing. You know what I'm saying? Getting into it. And then the time, where the time went. Time is just out of there. But oh, uh, you do got one more piece. You do got one more piece. So, but before we get into that final piece, I want to get into the uh, Ebony uh, listens. Not Ebony, yeah, Ebony listens. When when are we anticipating on that dropping? Oh yeah. So as of right now, I'm looking at April. Okay. Um, it could get pushed back. I have at least seventy five of it already finished. But like with um, the first album, I had Headliner that, uh, you know, kind of, I wasn't rapping, but you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that track, I wanted the essence of that to be on the, the second album as well. So I'm trying to find the right beat because with Headliner, I heard the beat and I just started writing. Mm. So I want to make sure I have that same essence on the second album. And I just haven't found the right beat yet. You know, mm. nothing has been speaking to me. Something, you know, kind of stir up a little something, but I, it ain't the same vibe that I had with Headliner. I so. feel you. I feel you. Because you need that perfect beat, man. You need that yeah. perfect match. And you don't want to rush it. You know what I'm saying? You want to give, you want to deliver when it comes. But we exactly. definitely have the book to hold this over <laughs> until then, which I'm urging everybody to go out and get this book, man. I'm going to put it everywhere you can go purchase it at. I'll put the Amazon link up in the um in the description. And I'll also put the link tree where you get the autograph version of the book, you know, directly from Ebony. Uh I want I want you guys to go purchase this book, man. I think, you know, it's it's definitely worth the purchase. As you can see, Ebony's not just a regular old poet. You know what I'm saying? Uh this is a poem from the book. And you see the way she performed it. It's a lot that goes into what she do. 
you know is a lot that goes into what she do and um it takes time it takes energy and it also takes money and we need to support our people man you know what i'm saying especially i'm talking to the poets out there you see these, you see these artists coming out with these projects new projects we got to support the artists support them in any way you can sometimes you ain't got the bread to buy the book right off hand but you can still share exactly. you can still go get the link go take it on your own initiative to go get the link you know she dropped the book go get that link and post it to your page you know put it in your stories put it in your reels you know what i'm saying and uh let let your people know that you're digging this poet and um we need to do that you know what i'm saying because for us like for us spoken word artists you know i'm about to drop a new project you know the compo is about to drop a new project and uh we got a we got a whole damn category now exclusively for spoken word i'm talking about spoken word spoken word not the not the president obama and clinton speaking and they winning grammys for spoken word artists nah we're not talking about that bullshit we talking about the real artists that be on that chitlin circuit going from city to city you know what i'm saying sleeping in cheap motels getting this word Mm -hmm. out there we talking about them it's it's our time now it's our time now and i want to say that emphatically that is our time now we are finally getting the recognition that we deserve so we got to show up for these artists these artists that's coming out with these projects we got to show out for them you know i hope you get a nomination too you know what i'm saying because uh ebony speaks is is definitely eligible you know what i'm well, saying it was it was released in 2021 so oh it was 21 oh yeah it was too far mm-hmm. back yeah but ebony uh listens definitely listens. definitely mm-hmm. can be in that category so we need artists to get back in that studio man get back in that studio we got a real category on the grammys where we can be recognized and i say we go for it I, we just go balls to the wall let's go you know what I mean? Let's go. And even speaking of that, this year I was nominated for three different awards this year. Mm. So just yes, that. yes, <laughs> yes. That was uh, crazy, you know. Because mm. I actually so, uh, interview, I actually interview Black Ice, yeah, on 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 the platform, man, and um, and your name came up. Oh your wow! Na- Let me your go na- listen. Yeah, your name came up. Your name came up along with Lottie. And he was like, uh, it was a real, like, you guys really stood out. You guys stood out with the votes. Like, how many votes came in for you guys? Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? The people really showed up. up to yes. It's like a lot of votes went out. A lot of votes went out for you guys. And um, I thought that was amazing, man. I thought that was amazing. Because I was, I was staggering. I was vote for you one day, vote for her the next. Like, you know what I'm saying? Look, that like, was me too. Yeah, try to try to I spread really the love. I really wanted Lottie to win. You I know? really wanted Lottie to win. Yeah, man. That's what I'm like. Um, like the actresses, you know, a lot of times we see, let's say, um, Angela Bassett wins. Mm. We see all of her, you know, actress sisters right there in the front lines. You know, they feel like they won, exactly. and that's how I feel with a lot of the poets and. All of this animosity and stuff that goes on within the community, mm. I don't think they realize how much of a benefit it would be if all of us just band together. Facts. We're a family. A family. We, it's and it's we... not us competing. Because guess what? The same place where they just featured, you could be the feature next week. Exactly. And exactly. They don't look at it like that. They don't look at it like and that. And that's the problem. We got to start looking at it as a united front that look, mm-hmm. it's not even the fact that we don't like, we don't have to like each other. However, we all are artists. 
We are all exactly. artists in the genre that don't get a lot of play. That don't get a lot of play. Is it be yeah. it would behoove us that we come together, network together to get what we do out there to combat with all that bullshit. Yeah, clowns get paid more than poets. You know what I'm saying? Comedians, yeah. yeah. Comedians really do make more a whole lot more bank than we do. And that's what my true leader, we and, had that conversation too. And comedians, like, right. comedians between comedians and spoken word artists, their their grind is like almost identical. It's like mm-hmm. when you see you see their path, like they be on the same chitlin circuit. Cause a lot of spoken word um venues are doing comedy. They fuse comedy. the comedy and the spoken mm-hmm. word together. So we on the same grind, but they make it their business to be on a little bit more of a grind. You know, yeah, hosting shows. And exactly. We exactly. We need to see more poets doing that. Yep. We gotta we gotta start binding together, man. Really supporting one another. That we know that if one of us make it, we all make it. If we all get our foot it. in the exactly. door, we can bust the door open. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? So I'm all I'm all about the support. That's the whole reason I, I created this platform was to bring light to the spoken word artists that we knew and the artists that we didn't know. Because there's exactly. a lot of online poets, you know, that are just phenomenal spoken word artists. They're not out there, you know, performing, performing, but they're online. They have an online presence and they should be recognized as well. You know, exactly. and then you got the poets out there that's that's out there in the trenches, that's on those stages. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's on the grind. They need to be celebrated as well. So, you know what I'm saying? We got a lot of work to do as a community, you know, get past our little gripes and all that and just move forward as, as a unit, as a movement together. Let's help each other. Let's share each other's work. Let's get each other's stuff out there because if one of us make it, we all make it. Let's get it. Amen. But I want to I want to get into this last poem cuz we'll be we'll be over here and go overtime overtime. <laughs> but I want to get into this last poem, man, uh before we close out. So let me set the stage up for you. Okay, coming back to the stage to perform her last piece. Let's give a warm warm welcome for the lovely Ebony, the goddess. I am an endangered species, but I sing no victim song. I'm a woman. An artist, and I know where my voice belongs. I am naked, Eve of a new day, beginning these cycles of sacrifice from knowledge ingested into my belly. Exhibiting Sarah Bartman with every curve of body, exposing my most intimate places for entertainment of the more fortunate, using my shine to God, Harriet Tubman through my promised land to get to the promised land, daring to Sandra Bland for our black men, only to be victimized by the very system built to hide the white man's indiscretions. I am Breonna Taylor, symbol of just how meaningless our contributions to society really are. Essentially, night lighting blue devils hidden amongst America's shadows. 
my soul glows. The revolutionary Nina Simone, singing struggles enslaved by singing struggles of slaves enslaved long after shackles set us free, playing melodies of Negro spirituals like Bobby Humphrey, attempting to remove these mind-forged man music therapy. I'm so Lizzo, unapologetically twerking only to be criticized for my size, unbothered, playing my fruits, they ignore technique for my physique, asking that you stand with me, my loves, Monique fighting the racial and sexual discriminations that our ancestors fought against, unable to solicit support necessary for boycott. I am the legacy of Jill Scott, Rochelle Farrell, Whitney Houston, Jasmine Sullivan, and Lettucey, trickling down through time, carefully preserving black history, immortalizing every runaway slave with every run I fulfill, seeking reciprocity like the miseducation of Lauren Hill, shunning the world for my creativity until Ebony is ready to speak. Peace and blessings manifest with every lesson learned by new instance of recovering undercover over lover. Cause I want somebody to walk up behind me just right, waiting for the one I can't live without, removing every label of what it means to be a queen. Latifa showing proof the cover girl can never cover girls of color for excess, mistress of thickness, seductive deity. I be Lady Tess, a mountain center majestically as tiny trees admire the power of my purity headlining this thing pouring you a glass of these lyric libations like Zadora Phoenix rising from the ashes like Queen Black honor confers my crown like Sade got balls and got knowledge way too dope for the average like K. Marie I am black on black rhyme because I stepped to the mic mic check spitting these forms with the beauty style and grace of a lady while metaphorically knocking you out like Ali allow me to reintroduce myself I am the goddess formerly known as Ebony, and I am poetry. Yes, yes, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. You get two bombs for that. You get two bombs for that. You get two bombs for that. That's what I'm talking about right there. We talking about I am poetry. Yo, you went in on this joint, man. You went in on this. You went through you went through all these artists that I absolutely love. You mentioned Jasmine Sullivan. You mentioned Lettucey. Mm-hmm. Lettucey is a is a is a name that I don't think she gets spoken about enough. She man. don't. She don't. Oh man, Lettucey's powerful. Or two. Mm, powerful. <laughs> she's she's a powerful artist, man. Lettucey is one of the rare artists, one of those songs that she did. Like brought tears to my eyes Like she's a powerful artist man That girl can sing man Like sing yes, sing Lord. And uh, yeah Anything. man Yeah man <laughs> You went through the whole history man The whole birth of it Everything that encompasses what we do In our artistry man And um, all of these all of these things are prevalent in your work You know you have that, that showstopper type of performance You know like I'm gonna be heard and I know you guys heard the voice, man. You know what I'm saying? You got you to gotta have the pleasure of going to one of Ebony's live shows and hear her let loose. You know, let loose. Let her voice let loose and just go. Powerful, man. Evokes so many, so many positive affirmations in oneself, man. I always appreciate that about your work. You know, poetry with purpose. You know, mm. like we have a duty. We have a duty 
as spoken word artists. You know, words are powerful. You know, in the beginning, there was the word. The word is powerful. You know, the word is how we manifest. You know, how we, how we bring things into existence. You know, so we need to take our word serious. And as poets, as artists, you know, we have a responsibility to do more with our words than just be vain. Like, mm -hmm. how many poems can you talk about how, how you swag, how your pen swag, and, you know, how dope you are? You know what I'm saying? Tell us about what's going on in the world today. Tell us okay. how, we can, how we can fix, you know, the fact that we have a lack of identity. We have no self-confidence in us. Tell, us. tell us how to fix these things. Speak to these things, man. Give us something, you know, because we're all yearning. We're starving. We're hungry, you know, and um, we have the duty to feed with our words. So we just got to go feed. We got to feed. Yeah. So, uh, and you do that, sister. You do that. You do that so well. And, um... I'm really I'm like to be hungry. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. And uh like I, I I really want people to go out there and get this book. I want the I want my audience definitely you go you guys go out and purchase this book. It's only $20, but it's supporting, you know, our art form. You know, and um it's giving you something with it. You you're getting something with your purchase. Like all three of these poems right here, if you wasn't moved if you wasn't moved, I don't know, man. You're probably dead or something, man. Because uh, this is for the living, man. This is for the people that want to uh, that wanna be better, you know, mm -hmm. that's striving to be better, man. So go out and get that. Go out and get this book. You know what I'm saying? We're anticipating the, uh, the next album that's coming out in April. We'll definitely bring you back on the show when that drops. And, uh, man, I wish you all the best, man. I wish you all the best. Like, I... Uh, I know you got a lot of things going on. You might start dibbling, dabbling into podcasting and things of that nature. So there's oh, yeah. a yeah, there's a there's a lot ahead for you. No, there's a lot of things that's in your horizon, you know. And um, just keep your grind, Queen. Keep your grind. You know what I'm saying? And stay clear of the people that want to bring you down because you are a star, and you gotta you gotta move like a star. You know what I'm saying? You gotta move like a yeah. star. You're a beacon. So uh, yeah, man, continue to just do the great work that you're doing. Uh, I'm definitely gonna get the book. Uh, these these poems are just powerful, man. Like goosebumps all day. Uh, I definitely want to thank you for taking the time to come out and chill with your boy Black. You know what I'm saying? It's nice over here, man. You know what I'm saying? It, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Nice melody playing, everything. And uh, you know what I'm saying? It's love, man. It's all love. You know, we can't wait for the album to come out. And uh, I'm urging everybody to go out and get that book. So remember, I will put the description into the... Uh, I will put the uh, links in the description. So I want to talk, before we end the show, I want to talk uh, a couple of quick announcements uh, that we got going on in, in, in the poetry world. Uh, our sister Khadijah, she's doing her next... Her second annual Curls and Convo that's happening on November 4th. It's happening on November 4th. Uh, right now, if you guys go get the tickets, I'll also put that link in this description of this episode as well. Uh, if you hit that link, you got to be quick because the tickets right now are half price. And they're not going to stay half price for long. So you want to go and get your tickets now. It's going to be a Zoom event, Natural Curl Convo black hair summit and um there's gonna be a lot of 
powerful speakers that's going to be there. There's going to be some powerful poets that's going to be performing. You know, some dynamic songstress is going to be singing. You know, and you definitely going to have the Queen Khadija over there doing her thing. Uh, it's going to be a dope event. You know, it's an event about empowerment for our sisters with natural hair, all of the trials and tribulations that they go through in the workplace, in society, dealing with their hair. You know, being ostracized or taught or telling them that they're ugly with their hair or their hair are unkempt or is unruly and things of that nature. So uh it's a it's a motivating event. There will be swag bag giveaways. You know what I'm saying? I'll definitely be in the building. You know, uh Poetic Black will be in the building. So you guys go get your tickets. I'll definitely put that link in the um description as well. Um, you guys go get that ticket. It's gonna be a fun event. And let's support our sisters. And Ebony, you got any last words for the people? Tell the people they can find you, how they can get in touch with you, you know, how they can get close to you. Tell them, tell them how they, you know what I'm saying, what they can do, you know? Well, they can't get too close to me. <laughs> I have a personal bubble. <laughs> but, <laughs> but what's up, everybody? Uh, this is Ebony the Goddess. Um, you can find me on all platforms. My name is spelled E-B-O-N-Y. T-H-A, not T-H-E, because I'm country as fuck with the gift of gab. Uh, G-O-double-D-E-double-S. I'm on all platforms. Facebook, I have a business page and a group. On Instagram, you can find me on Ebony the Goddess. TikTok is Ebony the Goddess 1 because they was hating and deleting my page. Uh, TikTok is also Ebony the Goddess as well, but I don't—I mean, not TikTok, Twitter—but I don't be on there that often. And um, I'm also on the Tag app and BLK. I've been on those platforms doing poetry for about a week, and mm. I didn't know it was a spoken word like community there. So y'all should check that out too. All right. So definitely oh, and Clubhouse too. And club definitely Clubhouse. You guys, you and guys I have a website. Talk about that website. Yeah, I forgot y'all. So you also can look me up at ebonythegoddess.com, spelled the same way, E-B-O-N-Y-T-H-A-G-O-D-D-E-S-S. Um, if you look into purchase the book, it is on the website. The album is on the website. Mm. Um, you can book me on the website. The link to my YouTube is on there, and that's where I'm going to have my podcast going to. So make sure y'all definitely tap into the website. Uh, you can find all of my social media on there as well, and all of my upcoming performances. I actually have some performances coming up in December in South Carolina. So if you're in that area, make sure y'all check out the website to get more details. All right, definitely, man. Send me that link over there too, and I'll throw that in the description. That'll be dope. They can get to the website and get everything. Uh, oh man, I want to thank you so much, Queen, for taking this time and uh, spending spending it in the studio, man. Uh, good thing I got mic insurance because you came in here tried to melt my mics, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. My insurance is really good. So uh, I definitely want to thank you for coming in and um, sharing this with us, man, and, and letting us know about the book, man. You guys definitely go out and purchase that book. But now it's the time. That I address my audience Because I want to leave you guys with something more inspirational So if you're listening to the sound of my voice I need you to tune in I need you to tune in If you're listening to the sound of my voice Tune in 
I have something to tell you. I have urgent news to inform you. Would you please lend me an ear? I hope, I hope you stay on your grind. I hope you never allow anyone or anything to impede your progress. I hope you focus on your goal. Today is the day we shine. No more procrastination. The waiting is over. If you don't know anything about me, if you don't know anything about me, I want you to know this. I want you to know that I love you. And I hope, I hope you love me too. Peace.